Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Family Fortune. It's me, Lashana, and hiding in a corner who don't want to speak is... Malcolm, <laughs> the irresponsible shopper. <laughs> well, we're going to piggyback on what we talked about on the last podcast, which was, you know, finding smart ways to shop. And we're going to talk about this week, smart ways to save, mm. you know, saving money. So in my head, I have two ways of saving. You know, I've convinced myself of two different types or two different methods to save conscious and unconscious mm. so what is conscious and unconscious you ask mm-hmm. <laughs> conscious savings mean you know intentionally doing a specific thing to save money you know you're, you're intentionally putting money in a savings account or you're intentionally putting money um, in a piggy bank or a jar or what have you. you're actually doing it you mm-hmm. know you're doing it right unconscious savings is when you're doing something, you're not necessarily, when you're saving money and not necessarily trying to save money or you're making it a point to, for example, I'm rambling. For example, with the piggy bank, with the piggy bank, how often when you come home at night do you empty your pockets and, you know, put your change in a little, you know, on your dresser or in a little dish by the, um, by the door or what have you? Not often anymore because I don't have cash anymore well, in the days of cash in the days of cash well i'll be honest like so now uh whenever i do carry cash and whenever i do spend i know my daughter has piggy banks right and so i give her all of my loose change and she does whatever with it and collects so that it. may be what i call unconscious saving where you're not setting a specific goal you're just putting money aside without even really realizing you're putting money aside putting mm-hmm. your chain you know in the little container on the um on the nightstand or mm-hmm. or rounding up like when you go to the store and they ask you do you want to round up to donate to yeah, xyz yeah, yeah. you can round up with your bank some banks offer that program where they will round up your um whatever your balance is or whatever your um charge is mm-hmm. and they will put it into a, a savings for you so when i was when i got out of college um my economics professor said to do this. He said, when you get a job and you do your direct deposit, mm-hmm. I already have two accounts you want to have in mind. You have your check in and you have your savings. Right. Put a percentage of your check into the savings directly mm-hmm. and then let the rest of it, you know, go into your checking account. And I guess that's the unconscious way because I don't, I don't see the money. Right. It's like, you know you're saving, but you're not you're not intentionally doing something every single time. You set it up once, and then you forgot about it. That's mm-hmm. just like how when I was in the military, we had what we can we had this thing called allotments where you can set aside certain money to go to different things. Yeah. Um, and one of the allotments that I had was putting it into what they call the thrift savings plan, which was a, a savings program. Mm-hmm. So. That is what I consider unconscious savings, where you may do it once, but then it's a recurring thing. So you're not thinking about it all the time. It's money that is being saved without you actually thinking about it. So setting goals is just a simply conscious way of saving. 
Right. So, so like, if you want to have an emergency fund, right? Oh, I know I'm going to want to go to Disney World in a couple months, so I'll start a savings account for that. Well, no, no, I say right, but setting the goal, your goal is going to be whatever your goal is. Right, right. How you save, that's what I call conscious or unconscious. So if you, you want to have a goal of saving for Disneyland, mm-hmm. you can have both conscious and unconscious methods of saving towards that particular goal. I got you. So your conscious method would be putting money aside in a in a savings account or in an envelope. You know, people like to use those cash envelopes when they're saving for something um, particular or, like you said, setting up an account and having a percentage come out of your checks. So you have your goals, and then you have your methods of reaching those goals. Mm-hmm. So when I say how to save consciously and unconsciously, I'm thinking I'm talking about the methods, whatever works for you. So I'm like you. I have to have money coming out where I don't think about it. Right. You know, just put it to the side but i also have those ways um like i like the little challenges that they have out there these days these savings challenges and um those challenges the money you um save during those savings challenges can go towards a particular goal right um you know sorry they have like the little sheets you can color in or the boxes you can check off when you reach a certain milestone those are what i would call conscious go because you're actively working at saving mm-hmm. using a particular saving method would you consider something like a 401k or ira as a unconscious way of saving i would because yeah. you you set that up and you kind of set it and forget it yeah. you know how like the crock pot work crock pot works you set the timer and you right. forget about it but it continues to do the work mm-hmm. you know it's there but you're not you're not actually active, actively active. cooking something. Right. You're right. actively putting money in. It's just doing the work by itself. Correct. Mm-hmm. So when I was always trying to encourage people to have at least one of each, especially if you're working towards a particular goal. One of what? what a unconscious method oh, okay. and a conscious method. So, you know, like I said, I did um, a couple of years ago. I was saving to try to pay off all my bills Mm -hmm. to get, you know, get out from um, under debt. So unconsciously, I did uh, money into an account, which I could not readily access. Consciously, I started doing these different challenges. And the one that was most productive for me was the $5 challenge. Again, this was back when people used money, even though it was only a couple of years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Every $5 bill I got, I put it aside. Yeah. Now, it was, I saved a lot in a short period of time because say I have a $20 bill and I go to the store and I get back three fives. Mm -hmm. So now I'm broke again because I'm going to put my three fives to the side. (laughs) But that's self discipline. That's a part of saving is self discipline. I did that (laughs) once in front of my sister and she was like, well, now you ain't got no money no more. And I was like, (laughs) <laughs> I know. I'm, I guess I'll be sitting this one out. Oh, my um, gosh. But, yeah, I, I, I was able to reach that goal in a shorter period of time. Mm-hmm. And now I, I feel more freer because I no longer have that debt. I was able to pay off that debt. And that's that was the goal I was working for. Mm. So when it comes with kids, though, you know, trying to teach them conscious and unconscious methods of savings, you know, may or may not uh resonate with them yeah but that's why with when it comes to youth i like the um the jars 
out uh, um, when I used to teach the kids financial um, literacy, one of my things I like to give them was a give, save, spin jar. And they're nothing but little mason jars. You can use a margarine tub. You can use whatever you have, but yeah, yeah. it is to have a give, save, spin. So money you give, you know, tithe. Money you're going to save and money you're going to spend. The goal is to distribute the money equally, at least in the beginning. But you want to teach them to put something in each of the jars each time. Do you have a, what is it called, an 80-10-10 sort of way of distributing your money? No. No? And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but for me, when I was trying to get myself on a straight and narrow when it comes to finances, I was so intimidated by all these, by all the jargon and the rules and you must do this and mm -hmm. save, 50, you know, because there's a 70, 30, that's not enough. There's 70, 20, 10. Yeah. yeah. See, there's one, see what I'm saying? It was, it was intimidating to me. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not intimidated by it, those are good methods. Um, I was just, intimidated. Just to be clear for anybody out there listening don't know what the 80 10 10 or 70 20 10 or whatever <laughs> what it is is like 80 percent of 80 percent of your money of your 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 income goes here 10 percent goes here another 10 percent goes there or whatever the number it is you know you got your what you call it the spin the give save spend so give, it's the same spend. concept yeah you, yeah yeah you you spend so using your method let's use the 80 uh 10 10 yeah 80 percent goes to your normal everyday household you know everyday expenses all right. your bills and everything else um 10 to saving and mm. 10 to um time yep or giving yes so same concept but you're kind of bringing it down to the level where young people can um, understand it better give save spend you want it Put most of your money in the, um, for kids, though, because they ain't got nothing to spend, you know. <laughs> they don't have any bills, but they can, they may have a goal. They right. may want to buy something. Right. You, you put the majority of the spend, and then you want to save 10% of it and give away 10% of it. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Ways to save. I <laughs> know. It sounds so simple. And then people get it. Like I said, don't get intimidated like I did where mm -hmm. you feel like you have to use this method or that method or try this thing or that way. Find what works for you right. because everybody's money is not the same. I can't tell you how to give, save, spend um, your money because you know how your money um, flows. Yep. So don't get intimidated. Find what works for you. But the goal is to include saving in your plan if you don't already have savings included in your plan. Amen. Saving 25 cents is better than saving zero is what I always say. It's going to take a long time to get to your goal. It may be. <laughs> it may take a while, but, you know, yeah. it's better than nothing. Right. All right. So I hope y'all got something from that with all my rambling and everything else. But <laughs> we're going to um, shift focus for the next couple of um, sessions. Well, we're going to be talking about legacy planning and estate mm. building and all that other wonderful stuff nobody likes to talk about. Yeah, that's the intimidating stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, this is Lashana. This is Malcolm. And this is the Family Fortune. Mm -hmm.